Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Proudly sponsored by the BPA. Mm-hmm. I'm reckoning start with mini budget. Yeah, let's so, start with mini budget. Tell us about that. So that was decided four days ago by mm-hmm. Chancellor. Right, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say his name on Kwasi Kwarteng. No, I think, okay. that's, I think that's right. Okay, nice. Uh, mm-hmm. It was by Kwasi Kwarteng, and basically, I've just got some facts here. He's um he's cutting basic rate of income tax to nineteen percent. Basically, like estimating that. Like lots of lots of people will be getting like more money. Um, forty percent, forty five percent high rate of income tax abolished for England, Wales, and Northern Ireland taxpayers. Yeah, and then um, national insu- national ins- insurance reverse recent rise and national insurance corporation tax cancel UK wide rise tax and corporation tax. Just more about benefits. Was about universal credit tightened. Um, just he's a, it's actually quite a lot in this, which I didn't realise there was too much. <laughs> yeah, the list goes on. Did. But be, mostly it's all about trickle down economics, yep. which Trust is introducing into the economics of this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had that with Thatcher as well. Exactly, we had that with mm-hmm. Thatcher, and they and the USA also had it. Yeah. Um, I'm well, not sure when they had of, it. Uh, when under Trump, pretty much. Under Trump, yeah, and, and it's still kind of going on now. Mm, Has been, I mean, but, the Senate's tried to change it a little bit under Biden, but but if Biden's actually said himself, yeah, he doesn't exactly. even he doesn't even like it, and no. he's like, why is Truss doing this? But well, um, I mean, it makes the rich richer, doesn't it? Mm, I mean, exactly. it, I feel like it's kind of improved, especially in the US, where where there's a huge divide between the top zero point one percent and everyone else that mm. doesn't really work too well. I know, and I mean, like, I think what. Trust is trying to do is she's trying to be very Thatcherite mm. in her policies. Exactly. And I think for Margaret Thatcher, it worked for her in mm-hmm. the sense that, you know, she privatised a lot of industries. Mm-hmm. Um, she was able, went under her for most of her PMness. Yeah. Um, the, her reign. <laughs> yeah, her reign. <laughs> um, the economy was doing really well. Um, oh, yeah. And I think Liz Trust is trying to recreate that. But as you know, mm-hmm. as you know, the economy's not going to be the same as it was no, when exactly. Thatcher was um, Prime Minister, so it's yeah. going to have changed. I mean, you know, we're, we're a lot less significant now as well, you know, especially mm. now we've left the EU and everything. You know, there's not anything particular that we do now. Um, when you've seen the pound as well drop, um, I'm not sure what it is now, but I remember looking yesterday and it was worth about $1.05. Wow. Um, and if, I was asked, if someone asked me the same question last month, it'd be about... One dollar thirty-five. <gasps> yeah, Gosh. I mean, I think when people made that decision about Brexit, it was. Mm-hmm. I really don't think a big, a big decision as Brexit, such a big decision as Brexit, should be put to a referendum. Oh no! In my opinion, <laughs> like, yeah. um, I don't know if this is going to be hard to say, but the a lot of the like population of the UK do not know like as much about politics. As a lot of the politicians do. Oh no! Of so they not. should be making no. decisions like that, and because obviously, yeah. I think the it was forty nine to fifty. It was something like that. Um, forty nine to fifty one. Yeah, it was extremely, close. Extremely, um, extremely close. Yeah, 
And obviously, like, it's taken a huge toll, as you yeah. can see, on the British pound. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing now, people don't really probably know what the EU did for us and what we did for the EU. Mm. And, like, all the negotiations and, like, where it came from and everything. So I feel like, you know, there's probably that nationalism in there, you know. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know, we were an empire once, Prax, Pax Britannica, we can go do it again. Mm. But, I think you know, Boris Johnson, he was very nationalist, wasn't he? Mm. Um, I'd say so. He was all about, like, the yeah. British. Yeah, Britain for Britain. Britain for Britain. <laughs> yeah. And obviously um, couldn't couldn't keep up that act for no. too long. But, um, yeah, I mean, about the mini-budget, that's mm-hmm. ba- like that's pretty much all I, all I have to say about <laughs> it, if I'm being really honest. Yeah. Um, what about what's happening with Ukraine? Um, why don't we switch to a song? Mm-hmm. And then we can talk a bit about Ukraine. Sounds um, good. Yeah, no, it's been a busy one down there. Um. <laughs> got, a po- got a poker face <laughs> yeah, by Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga which, yeah. which you're, all politicians have to have when they're being interviewed. <laughs> yeah. Anything away. Yeah, PMQs love this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't read my, can't read my, no we can't read my poker face She's got no nobody Can't read my, can't read my, no we can't read my poker face She's got no nobody 
Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Palado. Um, Palladio. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Palado is. Um, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, we're back to give you some updates on what's happening in Ukraine. Um, as we've seen quite recently, um, Putin started mobilization, which pretty much means conscription. Um, so most places outside of urban areas, like Moscow, for example, um, he's now pulling in soldiers. They don't get a choice. Um, they're getting trained up and they're going to be sent to the front lines um, to probably inevitably die. Mm. I mean, a lot of Putin's army actually is basically... Um, I actually learned this from this um, these wonderful people that I met in politics discussion group. Oh, yeah. And they were telling me that a lot of Putin's army is actually like convicts. Yeah. And like they're not trained soldiers oh, at yeah. all. Um, which is quite... Mm. You know, I wouldn't... It, <laughs> sorry, from Putin, like what else <laughs> yeah. would you expect? <laughs> But, um, I mean, he's literally just... I think he's grasping for straws at the moment. Oh, yeah. And I think in his mindset, because he's very much a realist, um, mm-hmm. for As those listeners seen. who don't know, realists are people who view global politics as basically a state or a person who runs the state. They are very self-survival mode. It's mm-hmm. basically do not trust anybody. Yeah. Um, no alliances. Um, a state, so like a country, is the... You know the thought like that make the biggest actor in global politics, and that's what Putin is. He, you yeah. know, he does not trust any other states, Mm-mm. and um, and he's scared actually. I really just want to get scared. He's scared of the expansion of NATO. Mm-hmm. He's um, you know, he's just scared of he's scared of losing <laughs> this war, which yeah. he is. And um, Alfie, lovely Alfie, sent me a lovely um. Don't want to say lovely again. <laughs> sent me an <laughs> article. Is lovely. Um, um, it's a little example to see, just to show everyone what's happening. Right now, um, so what we're talking about, um, it's, it's a little bit graphic, but pretty much um, there was a recruitment center in rural Russia, and essentially um, a guy that got conscripted, he walks in with his sawed-off shotgun and attacks the um, recruitment guy, mm-hmm. um, and the video is just like everyone running away, and I feel like it really shows what it's like in Russia. I feel like it's very tense outside of yeah. Moscow, you know, all these places like Siberia, and Chechnya, well, not so much Chechnya anymore, but, like, all these very rural places that are on the outskirts of Russia especially, yeah. um, you can kind of see they're kind of wavering, you know. They might not want to be part of the Russian Federation anymore. I know, and there's, you know, you don't know if this is, like, confirmed or not, though, so those plans to of Putin maybe being overthrown by some Potentially, people? yeah. Um, I mean, people are saying that it could be someone worse than Putin. Exactly. But I severely doubt that. For, for for one reason, um, so Russia they have a oligarchical system where there's a lot of really rich people, and obviously they 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 corner like the oil trade and stuff, which is what Russia is known for. Yeah, and obviously they're not really making money anymore, mm. so they wouldn't really want someone worse than Putin in power because that means they won't get money anymore. Still, exactly, which essentially means I feel like. You know, it won't probably probably be someone good after Putin if he does lose his war and, you know, has a fall in the shower. But um, <laughs> well, so they say. Yeah, but I severely doubt that it'll be someone worse just for the sole reason that, like, the whole oligarchy wouldn't allow it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, these... Um, I'm shooting the thing, um, the report now, and it's, um, mm-hmm. like, this local man shouted, no-one's going to fight, and he said, fire the shotgun, and he also shouted, we're all going home now. So I think... 
Yeah. Everybody's rebelling. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are rebelling in Russia and you know, I don't I don't know how Putin's going to like if this this is you know, he's just recently introduced conscription. Oh yeah. Um and if this is already happening, yeah. I think this is I in my opinion, I think this there's going to be a lot of this in the mm-hmm. news coming up. I think this will spark you know, oh, yeah. maybe not, maybe a revolution, maybe not a revolution. Yeah, no, I'm not too sure about that. I actually. think a revolution, I think some, you know, they will yeah. quickly shut down yeah. a revolution. Well, I mean, we say that, but everyone thought they quickly shut down the country of Ukraine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very true. Um, but so, yeah, I think this yeah. will cause a knock on effect. I think more people yeah. will, you know, not want to be conscripted into this, whatever forces he's. Yeah. Um, and I think, also, I think it was quite. Um, Putin was quite surprised as well. Oh yeah. About um how like how you like how Ukraine's managed mm. to fight back. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I don't think anyone was expecting that. Mm. Like not only have they managed to defend Kiev and all these major cities, but they're pushing them back. Exactly. Like, they're sinking Russian warships, shooting down planes, gaining air superiority, you know. This is a country most of the world probably hasn't even heard of. I know. Like outside of like, you know, geographical and political students before because obviously like Crimea before being annexed mm. but it's it's just come onto the world stage everyone's like oh my god Ukraine we've got support mm. from all over the world now you know everyone's got like a flag or something I somewhere think this also shows I know I mentioned before but it also shows mm-hmm. kind of global li- li- global liberalism mm-hmm. versus realism yeah. you know you have liberalism in the sense that so many um states have sent you know, arms to Ukraine. Yeah. They've sent aid to Ukraine so much. Yeah, all you know, this aid for cooperation. The fleeing. Yeah, um, and you wouldn't get that with um, real estates, and it no. kind of shows how even with the war of the ideologies, isn't it? Exactly, the war of the ideologies. <laughs> yeah. This is a war of ideologies. Yeah. Um, although I know um, liberalism is very like anti. War. Well, yeah. it's war. Well, last resort. Yeah, war is last yeah. resort. Exactly. Um, but it just shows that even yeah. when war does happen. I'm not. I'm not a liberalist. I'm. We have to remain somewhat apolitical on here. Um, but it just shows that how at the moment, because mm-hmm. Ru- you know Russia is a, you know they are f- like a big, a really big, powerful state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have nuclear arms. They were yeah. in. Were they in the security council? They're currently in the security. They council. are. They are still currently. You can't really in the leave the security council. council once you're in it. Yeah, that is very um, true. Yeah, no, but you know they're very well. They're a powerful state, and so, mm-hmm. you know. It's 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 quite baffling. Yeah. In in reality, they should win yeah. against a country oh, like yeah. Ukraine, which is not in the mm-hmm. Security Council. It's not. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not as powerful as no, Russia. It, so it was, really, it wasn't really part of any organization. It wasn't in the EU. I mean, the presses were joining it. it wasn't in the NATO or anything. You mm-hmm. know, you can really see why Putin thought that was the best country to try and invade. You know. Um, but, I mean, you see, with, like, was outdated technology and everything. Mm. Um, his military, obviously, is not to the standards he boasted it was. Um, you see it with his navy as well. They sunk the Russian Black Sea um, flagship called Moskava. Mm-hmm. Um, and then papers released after that, which pretty much said none of its weapon systems were working and it was, like, not fit at all to go into combat. Exactly. And you can also think about how these, um, these nuclear weapons they have, how long have they been sitting there, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think I think it's all just scare tactics, mm-hmm. you know. Putin oh, 100%. Could use them. But how many of them would genuinely actually work? Yeah, exactly. Not a lot. Like, of they're them. extremely expensive to upkeep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, feel, I, I feel like even within NATO itself, we've probably got quite a few that don't work because mm-hmm. just of the costs, and most of them are from the Cold War, obviously, when mm-hmm. tensions are at its highest. Yeah. Um, but if, if 
like Putin can't even keep like you know his cheaply made army and tanks and armored vehicles working properly. I severely doubt he can fund his nuclear bombs and tactical missiles yeah. going as well. Exactly. Honestly, <laughs> and I I really don't know what his next move is going to be because how long will this immobilization yeah. well, last? You know. I mean, it's going to take about. Probably about six months, I'd say, for all these conscripts to actually get onto the field. Exactly. Training training takes a while, um, especially if you're doing like specialized training, for example, tank crews and everything. Because you know, I mean, he he's got more tanks than he does tank crews. I still feel like maybe not so much anymore, mm. but you know, that's why you often see like as soon as a one of their tanks um gets hit, they just run out the tank. Yeah, like, it doesn't even matter. It could be like a chain broken, but you know, it's just a spell, and they can pick up and go off again. I know. Um, well, I have nothing more to say about Ukraine, yeah. do you? Um, I'm kind of worried, to be honest, um, because I feel like when Putin is going to properly get threatened and maybe press that big red button on his desk, it's when they start moving into Russian territory. Yeah, And that may be coming soon. Who knows? It's, yeah. it's a scary thought, and yeah. honestly, I don't... It kind of makes me a bit sad. Think yeah. about it, <laughs> but um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit worrying. I don't really know yeah. when that's going to happen. Exactly. And he's just—he's a very Putin's very unpredictable character, oh, yeah. as we all know. Yeah. So you know, I think if he sees that things are really going mm. down south, he could just yeah, exactly. hit that red button, and it could just end up full scale war. <laughs> ah, scary. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It feels like the world's going off in flames a little bit right now. So I know. So you've got the uh, revolts in Iran as well. Tell me about them. Uh, so pretty much, it's really empowering, actually. So a lot of women, they are fed up of having to wear hijabs. Really? I mean, this is, like, the simplest way I could put it, pretty much. Um, yeah. And so they're taking them off, they're protesting around the streets. Um, Iranian government, they've just banned all social media and everything. Like, there's, it's so hard to find any accounts that are showing it. Um, wow. But, you know, there's so much police brutality. You're seeing people take hits from pellet guns and stuff. I think it's, like, a couple of women have died from being so, shot by the police. So women in Ira- Ira- Iraq... Iran. Iran, sorry, yeah. I get my substitutes. So when yeah. Iran, they're forced to wear hijabs. Yeah. yeah. It's, part, it's, part, hijabs. it's part, part of the religion there. Um, and they, yeah, so they can't. So they're they firing pellet the guns at these women. Yeah, protesting. Um, <gasps> wow. I mean, you, you got a lot of men joining that as well. Um, so, you know, it's like that was big organised revolt. Wow. I mean, um, in a lot of Middle Eastern countries, women have very little rights. Oh, yeah. No, like, exactly. I think, isn't yeah. it in Saudi Arabia, women still yes. can't drive? Oh, no, they, 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 they only passed that very... I think it was like 2017, 2018, 2019. Oh, wow. They can drive like now. Yeah. But, but, you know, they, could only, they only could have driven for, what, maybe like three years, I want to say. Mm. Um, which is absolutely crazy. In most countries, you know, they still can't. Not at all. Yeah, I think... Um, I, I think that's really good. I think it's really good for mm. women around the world, and I think... And I, I honestly, I have so, I have so much respect for them. Like, yeah. I that must be such a scary situation oh, yeah, to be no, in. Honestly. Like, I, 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 making generalization here, but I'm not sure their husbands or anything. I don't <laughs> think their husbands would approve of them doing that. So they're, yeah. they, um, they're, you know, that's family issues as well as mm-hmm. governmental yeah, issues. Exactly, that's very true. Right, should we move on to the next song? Let's do it. What have we got? We've got God is Love by Marvin Gaye. Um, we do not pick the song. This is this is system chosen. We love um, it. Yeah. Do you know this song? Marvin, I know Marvin Gaye, but I, I feel like there's other songs I feel like I'll hear it and then I'll know it. Yes, you know? yeah, yeah. Hopefully, right. we'll see. see. if we agree. <laughs> Thank you. 
is my friend. He made this world for us to live in. He made this world and gave us everything. Oh, gave us everything. And all he asks of us is we give each other love. Oh, yeah. Don't go and talk about my father.
Hello, listeners, and welcome back. Sorry, that was um, a few songs, but I saw Belinda Carlisle on there, <laughs> and I was like, we have to play some yeah. Belinda. No, I but think everyone agrees with us, sir. We had a text from my mum during <laughs> those songs, and it was about the um, the explosions in the um, Nord Stream 1 and yeah. 2. Um, do you want to tell us more about the Nord Stream? Yeah, um, okay, so the leaks were detected after pressure in the Nord Stream and Nord Stream 2 pipelines, which connects um, Prussia's gas fields to Germany's industrial heartland. Um, they suddenly dropped on Monday. Um, luckily, these incidents don't have any impact on Europe's gas supply because both links aren't currently in use. Um, Germany stopped the Nord 2 pipeline in February because of Russia's Ukraine and sorry Russia's invasion of Ukraine um, uh, Moscow this month halted flows near um, Nord Stream so not near in Nord Stream um, which is the other pipe um, they've been at the heart of the escalating economic war between Moscow and the West due to the mm-hmm. amount of gas that comes through them um, essentially because of this war um, Russia Pretty much, I guess you could say, it's weaponized its gas deliveries to oh, Europe, yeah, um, merely to punish governments for their support for Ukraine. Um, Russia blames Western sanctions for its closure of Nord Stream. Um, so yeah, these are these are the biggest gas pipes um, linking Russia to Europe. So you know, it's it's a big deal when something like this happens. Um, exactly, especially, especially as we know, gas is in yeah, exactly. very short, well, not short supply, but high demand yeah. and basically short supply as yeah. we are not getting Russia, Russia from gas, gas <laughs> from Russia anymore. Um, but yeah. basically, gas is pouring into the into this Baltic Sea from three separate, le- uh, from three separate leaks and this is like, this is quite unexpected, yeah. and there's speculations about sabotage. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know by who, but as Alf said, there's a Danish military fight. Did you say that? Danish military fight. Alfie did not say that. Uh, no, there was yeah, a Danish yeah. military fight over the leaks, which um, mm-hmm. brought back striking, like which was really striking about the ruptures. Um, mm-hmm. All of them, like all of the one of these images was um, one area like a bubbling gas, literally like a kilometer wide yeah. on the sea's surface. And so this is not just bad for um, you know the the pipelines and you know all the countries which use them, but also the environment. Yeah. And the environment is already a worry as well. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> you have some. You have some people like Trump saying. Uh, global warming doesn't even exist. Yeah, no, exactly. Which is just obviously yeah. such a lie. Yeah. Um, and um, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't heard as much about the environment in the news recently. No, I feel like there's been a lot of other things that have been mm. you know, extremely important. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like it's been yeah. forgotten a little bit, though. Yeah, but I feel like in the background, um, I mean, this is going to sound bad, I know, but you could argue that this war has kind of pushed for more climate action in the way that countries like Germany, like us, who rely, um, especially Germany, rely on Russian gas and oil, mm. they're not having to switch or attempt to switch the greener methods in order to produce power. But is that really happening at the moment? I feel like the UK it is. Um, really? You know, yeah, because well, Liz Fosters. wants to reintroduce fracking, doesn't she? Yeah, oh yeah, that's no, definitely that's not, not no. green. No, um, but 
besides the fracking, I mean, we don't even know it's going to go ahead. You know, we've tried twice, both times it caused a lot of mm. tremors um, where it came from. But, but you know, a lot of Europe, that, like France, for example, um, I live in Jersey. I saw them setting up a whole lot of wind farms. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Coast. Yeah. So at least that's yeah. one benefit to come yeah, from the exactly. war. But you know, I talk about the tremors. I think, mm-hmm. I think this fracking thing with Liz might actually <laughs> go ahead because yeah. I can't remember. There's there's a guy who's in charge of it all, <clears> and he said that he was going to increase the, the like, the you know how I've got the Richter. I think it's a Richter scale uh, for yes. earthquakes. Yes. I think right now it's I can't remember. There's it's like oh, eight yeah. or something, and they're going to increase it to like fifth. Yeah, gonna, uh, so so eight is like the highest. Yeah. Usually, but it's going to move that all the way up to fifteen being yeah. bad, which means that eight's you know like pretty much a medium sized earthquake. Medium sized earthquake, which is like what would have been like been a four essentially before. So, so that's a yeah. big jump. So I think they're just doing that just <laughs> yeah, so they can no. make fracking yeah, okay. It feels like some sort of dictatorship kind of thing. It really like, does. Like, we're going to reinvent the Richter scale so this isn't actually that bad. <laughs> I know, it's weird. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Are you pro fracking, Alfie? I'm on the rocks about it. Um, I feel like it's a good short term solution. Um, yeah. As long as we continue to build up, you know, more sustainable means of power, I feel like fracking mm. might have to be something we have to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, just through this difficult period. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sadly, you can't just click your fingers and switch to hydroelectric dams and mm. wind farms. No, expensive um, as well. Yeah, exactly. Especially hydroelectric is extremely expensive. It damages a lot of the environment as well, just building it as well. Um, you know, but a I lot think... of these green power things, you know, they've all got their downsides. Yeah, exactly. I think, though, I, um, I was doing my... <laughs> Um, I was doing my English speaking board examination and a girl called Phoebe Isaacs mm-hmm. was um, talking about uh, green power and how actually, like, if the UK switches to more green power now, then for the, in the long term it would be, like, a better source of energy and yeah. it would, like, benefit us more in the long term because right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the... All the um, where we're getting our, like, energy from, like, coal... Yeah. Like, that's running well, out. Not coal anymore. Not coal anymore. No. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, so I think that would be a better solution. So I think the government really needs to take a push on that more. Oh, yeah. Because then yeah. I think if they do that, that could solve a lot of issues. Oh, yeah. With the special with the cost of living crisis. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, I feel definitely. like I'm reaching a bit. No, but... it would definitely help. Energy would be so much more cheap. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, you could essentially, like, if you've got... Proper sustainable energy, like 100% of it, um, you know, like where you've got your solar panels in your house that charge your electric car, where you can then drive mm-hmm. to work, yeah. to like your office building, which has got like, you know, solar panels on that as well, for example. Um, then, you know, that's, I think how little you'd have to pay for that power as well. Yeah, exactly. I honestly find it, I find it, um, oh, my my mother is just sending me text after text. Um, oh, Trash repeatedly spoke out in favour of fracking during the Tory leadership campaign mm-hmm. um, and has vowed to, quote-unquote, end the effective ban on extracting our huge reserves of shale gas by fracking. I think I just contradicted myself there. <laughs> but, um, oh. yeah, so we know. It is true. We do have a massive deposit of it. Um I mean, I could look at this and say, that's an excellent export. Mm. <laughs> you could look at that. That, 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 that. I mean, obviously we would use some. 
Mm. But that can also make the United Kingdom a lot of money. Exactly. I think I think you're under something. <laughs> yeah. I think that's such a good idea, <laughs> yeah. honestly. But you know what I find kind of like sad? Yeah. Is that, sorry, just going back to cost of living crisis, yeah. is that people either have to choose to eat or choose to be warm. And, you know, know. right now it's getting so much colder. Yeah. It's like, it's not... You know, late September, it's still really cold. Yeah, no. It was extremely sudden as well. I thought like we just went back to school and I was like, boom. Yeah, winter. exactly. <laughs> there you go. School happened and then yeah. bam, cold. Yeah. But, like, for these for these poor people who have to make that choice, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's difficult to kind of put a time scale to when that could be over. Yeah, no, of course. You know? Um, no, it's literally impossible. But yeah, no, I'm just reading about the um, Nord Stream thing a bit more as well. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can see why people think it was sabotage. Really? So these things are extremely deep in the ocean. Yeah. Um, it's got um, f- like four inches of concrete coating, followed by two inches of pipe steel, and then about an inch of corrosion protection. What? So I feel like it's uh, quite hard just for that to start leaking. <laughs> you know what yeah oh my god that, yeah it's, it's, it's built, very it's hard like for a that bunker, to stop leaking you know <laughs> that's yeah that's like what they use to cover Chernobyl with concrete yes exactly so how can that just yeah leak? <laughs> no I feel like quite often <laughs> you don't really get cracks in that it's like you know not only have you got like two inches of pipe steel you've also got four inches of concrete coating exactly so, like, way down into the sea yeah I wonder who who would sub I don't know who'd sabotage it. Well, it'd be Russia, wouldn't it? Yeah, but why would they sabotage their own pipeline? Well, it's not their own pipeline, it's Germany's. Oh, it yeah. Germany. But Germany's still, um, you know, doing deals with Russia. Yeah, not not through Nord Stream, though. They no. shut that down in February last year. That was, like, one of the first things that happened. Oh. Well, then I wonder, is that, do you think Russia did that to hit back at Germany? Or just to, like, make a... Make a make a make a statement. <laughs> I'd say so. I mean, they 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 throttled gas exports over the summer. Um, they mm. blamed um, technical problems because of the Western sanctions. Um, so I feel like you know, could be like a warning saying, mm. "Stop supporting Ukraine," or <laughs> <laughs> more will uh, come. Yeah, and we more, won't just yeah, blow. Exactly. And we won't just blow the Nord pipeline. Yeah. No, but it's impossible to know details until it's been examined further on. Yeah. I feel like the European Union will probably step in because, as I said before, this is the biggest pipeline in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it was working, it would affect the whole of Europe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's all I have. That's all I really have yeah. to say. I mean, we could do... Um, I mean, we've got, like... We've got three, two minutes. We've got two any, minutes. You know, if you want to speed run anything... Um, I mean, that's not a speed run, but we could. I thought I said to Alfie, "Why do we talk about what we've been learning in politics today?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I that's wasn't here for the Monday lessons. No, but, you weren't actually. Um, um, how about how about you fill me in? Fill me in right now. What's okay. happening in the Monday Uh-oh. lessons? We can um, do it on air. Okay, so we're 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 doing some uh, core ideologies now, the final module of the politics A level. Ooh, exciting! Um, and we were doing a little bit of liberalism. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I think we were still doing it on the global sense on Monday, but I'm not too sure. Oh, wait, no. no right. <laughs> oh, no. no. Sorry, Mr. Lawson. <laughs> no, we're doing it as, like, a quite logic. We stopped doing, like, the global side of liberalism. Mm. Um, I'd heard that, that's like, what you're there for. global yeah. liberalism is very yeah. different to... I mean, like, if you've done the, 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 the notes for the prep, 
then yep. you would know what we're talking about I, here. I do know what you're talking do about. You? Yeah. Um, core <laughs> liberalism is, you know, there are questions like that. Um, you can ask questions like, is it... Um, should fat should should <laughs> obese people um be charged um more like have higher taxing for food that's a, that's just the question you ask really well i i mean <laughs> from my notes uh-huh. that is what i saw that is what i saw in the notes okay and well it's the notes about, says so it's all about i trust the notes <laughs> it's all about the liberal side of it yeah and all that freedom democracy Individual liberty, individual all these fun liberty. ideals we like to have um, or want to have. Um, it kind of started after the Enlightenment, uh, which is essentially after all these big religious wars in the 16th and 17th century. Um, a lot of people died. So they signed this thing called the Treaty of Westphalia in oh, yeah. 1648. Yep. Um, yeah, that, that pretty much outlined, you know, like no state could intervene or anything. And then throughout that, after that, people started to question, you know, why are we serving this monarch? Yeah. What's, like, you know, the, the, were they really chosen by a divine power? Um, and then after that came liberals. I know. So it's yeah. obviously, um, obviously has, it's been a process, not a phenomenon, yeah. I'd say, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I think it links really well into modern day globalization with all of these transnational corporations sorry look at me getting um wordy um for (laughs) listeners who don't know transnational corporations i'll be pleased (laughs) back me up on this um Um, are like big businesses aren't they yeah massive massive companies often conglomerates like mcdonald's yeah all those ones that are around the world you know you'll see like a mcdonald's everywhere in the world you see nike who everything everywhere in the world mm-hmm. it's just all of those kind of companies but, and on that fun note we have run out of time but thank you so much for tuning in mm-hmm. um hopefully next time it'll be us plus mr waters yeah no um, hopefully it gets well soon but you know if you thank you for tuning in for your daily well daily bi-weekly bi- <laughs> bi-weekly dose of politics yeah. and we'll see you again next time yeah Goodbye. Probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Proudly sponsored by the BPA.